Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
just being in our network, um, we were able to help initiate Change Waco, and from Change Waco, Stories of the Streets was birthed. So that's been amazing as well, and it just gives us an opportunity to create safe spaces for not only um, the black community, but everyone that's been through something that they want to come talk about um, that may be oppressive or just situations that they personally feel um, kind of held them back. So it's been a blessing, um, not just for the guests to be able to come and talk about their experiences, but for WR and I as the host to be able to create this safe space where people feel comfortable enough to talk about whatever it is, whether it be politics, uh, domestic violence, or racial profile or anything, whatever it is, um, they can come talk about that as long as we keep it cute nice <laughs> um, but it's been it's been rewarding to say the least um I think that this has been the most purpose-filled thing that I've done in my 29 years um to be able to make people feel loved even if they don't know you I think that's the greatest award yeah and what are some things you would like to see in the Waco community I would like and Debbie and I talked on this um, on our upcoming episode, Story of the Streets. Um, as far as the black community is concerned, I would really like to see um, us bring back the culture. Um, growing up here, I know in my, my early years, at least from the age of five to about 15, Waco was really big, at least the black leaders in Waco were really big on black history, and we had like the step shows and the black history programs, and they were very popular, and now it seems like that's kind of dwindled down, and we don't see as much. There are some, but not as big as they used to be, so I would like to bring back the culture um, for us, because I feel like in order for us to progress, we need to know where we come from, even if it's not the prettiest past, we can grow from it, and teach the children, because I'm sure they're not really learning school, teach them where they come from and why it's important for them to do well. Um, I would also like to see more unity. Um, the protests that DeviR and Black Sit um, put together this year were one of the first um, visual representations of unity that I've seen in my entire life, uh, just being a Waco native. And it was beautiful to me because normally, I'm used to segregation. I lived in East Waco, and we didn't see many people outside of our race over there, um, to be quite honest. Like, we would see people at, like, the corner stores because they own those stores, but other than that, our neighbors looked just like us. And so it was really refreshing to see people of all different colors unify for a common purpose, a common good. So I'd like to see more unity. Um, and also, I would like to see... <laughs> Um, this is a really big thing for me, um, being from East Waco, but it's great that there's development over there, but one thing that I am struggling with is those are my family members, and they're trying to push them out of those neighborhoods, and you come into a neighborhood that no one was interested in 10 years ago, and you all of a sudden have this crazy interest in building and developing over there, and they want to call it urban development when it's really gentrification. And I have a problem with the titles that they're using. So <laughs> I would like for there to be an honest conversation about what's going on because you dis you're dislocating this place and these people who are, let's be honest, over the age of 60 
they've been there their entire lives. That's all that they know. Their families were there for generations. You want to buy their neighborhood, but you don't want them your own. So where are they supposed to go? And not only are you trying to buy them out, you're trying to lowball them. I had someone text my grandmother because we still have my great-grandparents home. And he was like, I'll give you 20000 in cash. <laughs> and I was like, are you nuts? That's not even the property value, and that's not the appraisal value either. And so I would like for there to be an honest conversation about, okay, say they get bought out, where are they supposed to go? What are they going to call home? They can't afford to live in Woodway. They can't, you know, Bellmead is overly populated. So it's like those those types of conversations because I feel like until we start addressing these issues head on, it's going to create more chaos. And the unity that we're all looking for is not going to happen because you keep on causing division by saying, oh, we're developing, it's for y'all. But as far as I've seen, everything that's come over there is not something that those people are used to doing um and let's be honest they're not gonna learn or grow to want to do those things so i think taking care of the people that kept that neighborhood going for generations is step one so that's i think that's the last thing i want to see in waco it's just more transparency more honesty and you guys are partnered with the african-american chamber of commerce correct we are not partnered with them yet. Yet? <laughs> well, I know you guys have worked with them. Yeah, we've worked with them. So we work with them June, during Juneteenth. And um, some of the other um, black organizations in Waco. And so we all work together to do an eight-day campaign. Um, and basically, the eight days were based on numbers that were important to the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, so we posted at certain times and the eight seconds for George Floyd, like, it was just, it was really detailed, and so we partnered with the different organizations, um, and we spearheaded that, for one, because we're, like, one of the millennial groups, and so it was important for us to reach our generation, because we seem to be one of the ones that have kind of a harder time getting involved with policies and and, and public issues. And so that's kind of why we were at the forefront of that. But, yes, that's one of our networks that we have created. Um, The Chamber has been awesome to us. Um, We're still in the stage of laying out our groundwork and trying to see, you know, what we really want to focus on and bring to the Waco community. So that's the only reason why it's not just, like, official, official. But we are all, you know, we all partner on different things, and we all work together as much as we are able to. Yeah, and I know you already talked about this, but what are some of the past um, events and activities that you've held in the community? Um, We did the back-to-school event. We did the code drive. We've done Black History Program. We have also done a credit seminar. And um, that is something that we're going to be really big on, is teaching financial literacy within PLC communities. So I think... um, People know about all of the other stuff, but they don't really know about, you know, the credit seminars and the home buying seminars that we're going to be um, bringing to the community. But those are the things that we want to do under our three pillars. And so I think that, you know, I try to talk about it on the podcast as much as I can, but until people see it in their face, then it'll be different. But that is one of the most important things that we want to focus on. Yeah, and tell me about, I know you guys are working with Keep Wake Up Beautiful. Tell me more about the park cleanups. Yes, so um, 
and I proceeded to stay in the East Waco community. I was like, we need to adopt a park. And I looked at the list, and I was like, I really hope it's the park in East Waco. I wanted the Brooklyn Park because it's closer to where I grew up. But it was already taken. And I kept looking, and I was like, okay, the Oscar Duke and Jay Park. And I was like, that would kind of be perfect because it's in the heart of East Waco. And so that's what we decided on. That's what we did. And so it was very important for us to take care of something that took care of us. We spent many of our summers before the park was um, renovated at that pool. <laughs> some of us went to Carver. Some of us went to Church of Living Word and just, you know, grew up in that area. And so it was very important for us to be able to give back more than once a year in an area that, you know, kind of helped cultivate who we are. And so the park cleanups are an opportunity, again, for us to be unified with the community we have people from all walks of life that come out and help us clean up. And so I love having the park to take care of. I even ride by if we don't have a park clean up to make sure it looks okay. Just because I want to make sure, you know, okay, we adopted the park. And even if we're not having a clean up, does it look nice? And I think we all kind of do that. And we were like, oh, I went by the park today. <laughs> and so that's something that's important to us because we're really big on service and giving back. And so... If we can help Waco in that aspect, then that's what we want to do. And Keep Waco Beautiful has been very, very good to us. And they've been really sweet and helpful along our journey because we've had some stumbling blocks, especially with COVID going on. But rescheduling the park cleanups and stuff, they've been very helpful with that. And, you know, suggesting, okay, well, maybe we can do it this. You know, maybe we can do it. May not want to do it now because COVID is rising again. And we're like, okay, we'll take y'all's advice. (laughs) And so they've been really great. Well, corona permitting, what are some things that you guys would like to do in the future? Well, if corona just decides to go away. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a lot that we want to bring to the community. And um, like I said, education is uh, one of our pillars, and it's one of the most important things that we want to do. And so as far as developing uh, new initiatives for the kids, um, we're really big on STEM. And so that's something that we want to work to develop um, for the city of Waco because I know that it may not be readily available right now. But if we can create that initiative and have a program set that is free to the kids um, and funded and we get those donors to fund that, that's something that we want to do. And also we want to be able to give scholarships to uh, graduating seniors. Wow, that's really amazing. And you guys are doing so much for our community. Tell me how people can get involved. You can get involved by going to our website, it's www.newblackcollective.org, and we have a tab that says volunteer. We are also available on Facebook as the New Black Collective, Instagram as the New Black Collective, and Twitter as New Black Collect. Um, We can be reached at 254-626. That's not the number. 254-262-6282. Um, and really, social media is the easiest way to contact us. Um, I'm, I try to respond to all the DMs um, as much as I can. I just put in your DMs. That's how I got in yes. contact with you. <laughs> so. Yes, so I try to be responsive in our DMs. It may take us a while because we are still full-time workers and adults, but we try our best to be responsive. Um and also, you can email us, newblackcollective.gmail.com or info at newblackcollective.org. All right, and shout out the podcast where we can find it, everything about it. Okay, 
You can find Stories of the Streets, <laughs> which is powered by Rogue Media and sponsored by the New Black Collective, Black Scent, and Change Waco on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as Stories of the Streets. And we're also on Instagram as Stories of the Streets. All right, awesome. And now go ahead and give me some shout-outs. Anyone you want to shout-out? It could be your mom. It could be your friends. It could be anybody that's helped you along the way. Go ahead. Oh, well, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> um... I guess my team, first of all, um, my other team members, Ebony Joyner, uh, Shaquayla Warren, and Kevin Thomas. Those are the other co-founders of the New Black Collective. Of course, my mother and, my well, my entire family. I won't even start naming people. <laughs> um, the people, my village, um, my tribe. Yes, yeah, shout out Kevin for not being present. Mike <laughs> just reminded us that Kevin was supposed to be here talking to you guys as well, but Kevin he was in H town in Houston right now, and he could not be here to talk to you guys. But yes, my tribe. I try to keep a tight circle around me that keeps me focused, and so my friends as well. All right, awesome, and thank you so much for coming on. We're so thank excited you. for the Coat and Coco Drive and the park cleanup, and also a coat giveaway. So exciting! Yes. I I forgot to mention the drop-off site. Oh, yeah. I'll mention those drop-off sites. Go ahead. Uh, so we have one uh, drop-off site right now. It's Greater Zion Missionary Baptist Church. I don't know the full address. I don't want to lie to y'all, but you can Google it. <laughs> I'll put it in the description. Yes, I, I will get the information for y'all in the description. But that is our only drop-off site right now just because COVID, and we didn't want to overdo it. Because we want y'all to be safe, and we want to be safe. But come out and see us. All right, awesome. And again, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.